are the gentlemen advancing the melody. Welcome to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Brother J. What's up, my man? Hey, man, we, uh, we, I look like we in, the, we in the groove of things now, man. We in the groove of things. I think fall is among us. Yeah. You know, I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure out, uh, how I'm gonna finagle myself out of this house at some point this season, man. You're eventually gonna run out of uh, your COVID stash, and you're gonna need. Yeah. Well, I'm not not COVID stash. Your pandemic stash, right? You're, yeah. You're gonna need to re up on some of the supplies, so that may be that may be your way out. Yeah, man. I'm I'm trying to figure that out, man. I think I'm a I think I'm gonna uh, go out to the wild wild west this fall mm. and check out some family and and, and uh, clear my head. But I don't know if you know. I, it's gonna be my first time on a plane in over two years. Yeah, man. I listen. I <laughs> I'm excited. Um, Friendsgiving. I'm I'm going to be in Houston for that, mm-hmm. and then um, the following month. Um, I guess you can say like one of my little sisters is graduating college um, a semester early, so I'm going to fly down for that. Um, January. I'm going to Me- Mexico. So I'm all right, flying man. for that. Um, I'm trying to. I don't know if I'm going to do carnival. I I want to do something in the Caribbean. Um, yeah, man. I, I see. That's the thing. Like, I don't want to have no restrictions to go to an island. You know, I, I don't and then have can't to worry get back. About, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't want to worry about. Now you know it might not be a bad thing to be like, oh, trying to. Hey, I, you know, I just get stuck over there. Got to stay. That's. <laughs> Hey, I hey got man, I got a, it's law, more and a more by, remote remote work these days, man. Abide P- by the laws of the land, man. I, PwC said they going all the way remote. Yeah, I saw that. I saw Might that. Might need and, me a gig with PwC. Look, and went quickly to the website. Like, what they yeah. got going on over? <laughs> can I do that? I, I can. Do a lot that. of a lot of prominent organizations are going like all the way remote, man. Set up my set up my job. My job ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I need to find. I need to I need to brush up and brush off the old resume. <laughs> get, look, get on the Googles and start looking up new. Oh, I can be a systems engineer in six. Hey man, nine I can figure it out. I can figure it out. Hey. You, you look, you watching uh, YouTube videos yeah. and shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, Khan Academy? I'm watching that Code Academy. Yeah, yeah all of it. Because you know, all you know, we it. all used to be coders when we were uh, updating our MySpace page, right? When we oh, had to yeah, drop. Yeah, man. That or, was like your entry or level. let me go back when we was updating Black Planet pages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where the original code came from. So, you know, we all got some some coding in our DNA that we can That's just tap so into. I'll do you one better, man. We were we were decoders, man. The, the pager game back in the day Fair. with pages and beepers, man. Fair. Spelling I love you, uh, you know. <laughs> one, four, three. One, four, three, man. Remember that? <laughs> See, black people, we always been good with turning something from nothing. You hey. know what I mean? We, we always been good with numbers and technology. We, and we, and we secret the, messages. I'm telling you, we are the emperors and empress, empresses of the bootleg. <laughs> we will find a way. 
We done jack cable. Yeah. Pay per view. Yeah, all that. All of it, man. Mm-hmm. We 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 did this technology thing, man. We invented this technology. Look, this thing. ain't nothing new, bro. This, this ain't, ain't nothing new. new, man. We gotta be. We gotta stop being scared of math <laughs> and science and reading. <laughs> like yo, it's important stuff, man. Information. It's a lot of good information out there. That's in the book, brother Jay. Hey, yeah. Especially now. Especially hey, now. it's out there. It's this out is, there, this man. This is the prime opportunity, as they keep talking about the continuation of the Great Resignation. Mm-hmm. That is sweeping the world, man. It is people sweeping ain't the t- world. People tired. People tired of dealing with nonsense, bro. Listen, I I get it. I get it. So listen. Shout out to everybody that has you know uh, leveled up during this moment of great resignation. Found those new opportunities. Those who are in the trenches looking for better opportunities. Listen, don't give up. What's meant for you will get to you, right? And it won't pass you. So. Uh, just shake it off, take a few days off to relax your mind, let your conscience free, and then get back into it, bro. And 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 send some send some prayers and positive energy to the boys at at the Gang Recognized Gang Podcast with RLJ and Ken. While y'all out there looking, send some prayers and positive energy to us as well. So. Yeah. Some of them good old blessings can rub off yeah. on us. Listen, and <laughs> thank I, you. And I know when he blesses <laughs> my neighbor, you. I know God is in the neighborhood. So that's all right. I will pray for my neighbor so hard because I know that the runoff will spill over into my garden. I'm I'm ready for it, brother. It's coming, man. But you know this concept of like the great res- resignation, though, it's interesting because I have I observing it, seeing it for myself, mm-hmm. witnessing some of it in my own organization. Mm-hmm talking to people like i think people are like tired of the bullshit people are tired of everything people yeah people are tired of people yeah we were in the house <laughs> in the house bro in the house yeah. for over a year and now i got to go back and deal with shit like today i was in the office and the person who's in the office next to me talks loud while they're on calls and so i'm like okay i gotta get used to hearing that and most of our meetings are now virtual, so we're always talking. And then they were doing construction within the building. And so it's at the end of our suite, but it's reverberating like above my head. So I hear the initial hit and then I hear the I'm just like, what is happening? And then there's it's just I'm like, I didn't have I didn't have these problems when I was at my house. I didn't. So now I got to yeah. move or I got to be intentional, like go to my car to eat lunch or just because I need a quiet moment. And I was like, I had, I had to deal with all this. Do you think people are just up in the ante because of the, the shutdown and, and, you know, being in close quarters and I, I think so, bro. quarters. I, I, and so people kind of like, cause they talk about like uh, with, with the airline industry and it's, you know, this past year there's been like over four forty five hundred cases of rude passengers because of like the mass mandate of people just like wilding. Yeah. You saw the big boy get up get up on the white dude that was <laughs> on the plane. And, and they <laughs> and he did the interview afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I mean, so you you see certain cases, and I'm just like, yo, people are just on edge, man. I'm trying to figure out why, but I'm also trying to figure out like how to set up some boundaries and barriers and like know when to say when mm-hmm. and cut people off and cut people out because some of it is a, it's a little too overwhelming for me, man. People has lost their damn mind. Bro, it's a lot. Like earlier, like I was telling you about 
I was in a meeting and you just had one guy that was just like a pompous asshole, like cutting off individuals who were talking and then like wanted to hijack the meeting. And it was like me, 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 me. He asked me a question. I didn't even respond. Like, didn't respond. And someone was like, I think he's talking to you. I said, if you entertain a clown, you become a part of the circus. <laughs> it wasn't my turn to talk. You're not supposed to be asking questions right now. You being, you, you've gone beyond, like, lightly touching the disrespect thing. You paying rent in disrespect uh, town. And, nope, I wasn't cool with that. And I was like, if I say anything, like, I'm, I'm going to lose my job. So I just stayed quiet. Um, but... Self-care and boundaries. Like, hey. A lot of poor behavior, bro. A lot, lot of poor behavior, man. Childlike behavior, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I get it. You know, we we still in the middle of a pandemic. And if you haven't really found a way to, like, process everything you just experienced, your behavior may seem rational to you, right? You may seem like this is this is okay. This is appropriate. But, like, what what we have gotten away from, because we haven't been in the office for so long, is, is like, catching a fist to your face when you get out of line with somebody. <laughs> Yo, me and my homeboy, we had this conversation. Say, yo, man, I don't think enough people got punched in the face no. growing up. Man, or, or it's been so long ago they, yeah, they forgot yeah. the impact. Yo, dude. Cause I mean, if you get if you ever been punched in the face, brother Jay, you kind of know what you did to get in that spot. You have lasting impressions of that. <laughs> or, like, or 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 you know what you need to do to get out of that spot. Or what you need to do not to put yourself in that spot ever again. Or learn how to bob and weave, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, if you're going to do that, you got to be quick. Now that we're not in person, I don't have to be as quick. So now people Mm -hmm. are sleeping because had he had shown his ass like that, he was going to have to see me. Like, if that was my meeting and he was being, he was going to have to see me, bro. Like, uh uh-uh. No. I don't even care if you're a couple sites away. You're going to have to see me. We're gonna we gonna meet on we're gonna you, meet on the interstate. Listen, I'm gonna show up in your office and just smack your computer down. Like this, I'm I'm gonna have to disrespect you, right? Like the blatant disrespect that was given. And I there was there were several factors that I was like, I'm hoping this isn't the reason why he's doing that. But I had like it, it bro, he was just gonna have to see me. If that was me, hands over fist, bro. Hand over fist. The next time he got on Zoom, you would have known I was there. And I and I think we we all have had these chance encounters. Mm-hmm. I would hope that they would be chance encounters over the last couple of years. And that got me thinking, brother Jay. You know, you you see on social media people post about uh, you know catching catching flights and not feelings, and uh, you know I did a thing. They cut their hair and they're trying <laughs> to cut relationships or cut off. Whatever happened in the previous year, the previous 20 years. I'm walking out it, of the past into my promise. Yeah. Into my promise. Yeah. You know, you see a lot yeah. of these postings and, you know, I think it's people trying to really psych themselves out about facing a relationship to cut it off. I think that's part of it. Mm. And then I also question like, all right, well, why are you cutting off so many different people? Like, what have they done to you and did they conspire against you mm. <laughs> to make you want to cut them all off? And then that got me thinking even more, like with this great resignation, mm-hmm. when when should the clock expire mm. on that particular game for that relationship? You know, job, uh, family, mm. friendships, uh, intimate, consistent 
monogamous relationships. <laughs> like when, like when, when is enough enough? And it just got me thinking. And for some reason, I thought about, uh, I thought about Gladys Knight, man. And, and neither one of us wants to be the first to say goodbye. It seems like nowadays people are okay with being first, but are, are they doing it? It's not like, uh, you know, it's sad to think that they're not going to make it. And it's gotten to the point where they can't fake it. Like, it's almost like you got two opposite ends of the spectrum yeah. on one end. Someone is saying, you know what? I got to cut them all off. Mm-hmm. And you don't even know why on the other end, you got people who want to stay in relationships forever and ever and ever. And it doesn't bear any fruit, but you stay in a relationship because you don't know what other alternatives or options are. Uh, I find it strange, but I also find over the last two years, brother Jay, people or anteing up on either one side of the spectrum or the other. Fair. That's a fair point. I think that was a good analogy. Neither one of us. Yeah. Neither one um, of us want to be the first, but some people racing to be the first to cut people off, man. But, and, but those, the ones like the ones that do it out loud, they really have no intention of cutting people off. They, you I, mean like the, the the like the post on social media? Yeah, I think I, mm-hmm. I look at those as like warning shots, bro. Like I, I'm about to like I'm about to get rid of all these friends and start over. Like if you if you reading this, you made the cut. I've seen those too. I've seen those too. And then I'm sitting here thinking like, well, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have made the cut. Like I shouldn't have. I should. You know what? I'll just cut myself out and just d- delete myself. Like let me help you. <laughs> Um, get to where you need to be, right? Like, I, I, if you're gonna do it, man, just do the shit. Like, rip the bandaid off, get it over with. No one cares. We don't care. We don't care. Like, oh, uh, you know, it's about to be a new me starting next week. I'm gonna look real unfamiliar, or y'all gonna look real unfamiliar to me. It's probably because you finally went to the eye doctor. <laughs> and you got the prescription you needed for your eyes. That's why we're going to look unfamiliar because like you haven't been seeing us correctly. But I just, I, I, but I, I think we're going to see like more and more of that, man. I, I want to prepare our village on, you know, like some, some steps or some, some procedures, <laughs> or something to consider. Well, keep in mind the seasons are changing, so that spurs the new new year, okay. new me, and That's then fair. the year is expiring. So here comes the new resolution, New Year's resolutions, right? Like uh, this is my thing for the year. This is gonna be me, and like it lasts for four days, and then you go back to Tyrone and like all this other stuff. It's like oh well, you know, blah 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 blah. It's this. Anything that when when change happens, right? The temperature changes. Oh, I'm about to I'm about to get ready. You know, I'm about to. You know, it's today's the first day of fall, so I'm gonna let some of this dead weight fall off me. Like, get <laughs> get out of here. The temperature's increasing. Uh oh, that means my flying has got to increase. That means I gotta let let some of these things. I just just do it and show us that you did it. Don't mm-hmm. tell us that you did it, right? Like. I always remember my grandmother say, I can show you better than I could tell you. And that was, that was her warning phrase. Like, let me get up, let me get up. And so, um, so do you think it's, a, do you think it's like an individual trying to psych themselves out to make a decision or psych to themselves up to make a decision? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like self-fulfilling prophecy. The longer you say something about yourself, you start to believe it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why we always say the most dangerous talk is self-talk because if I'm like, talking to myself in a negative condescending way, guess what? 
my body will start to re- uh, respond to the way my brain absorbs what I'm what I'm like giving to myself. Right. If I say that I'm dumb, eventually I'm going to start doing things that are dumb. Right. Universe and everything else will get into the line. What you send out is what you get back. And so that's why I, I, I don't know, bro. I just. Maybe it is like, okay, cool. The little engine that could, I think I can, I think I can. And then eventually mm-hmm. you do actually cut these people off. I don't know. I don't know if it's just to get attention from people to be like, girl, you know, if you need me, call me, blah, blah. blah. I don't know if it's like a friend test, a litmus test or oh, what. To see, so to see like who going to check in. Who cares? No one. <laughs> Hit the damn delete button and get it over with. <laughs> What do you say, Olino? Media, if you're gonna do it, don't f around with it. Do it expeditiously do and it get expeditiously, it over with. Sam. <laughs> you know what? It is. You smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? Smoke crack? I just don't you? Smoke crack? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, those people like that. I and I appreciate the mute button and feature on social media because it's like some people that I'm cool with, and you know, Facebook or social media is really the only way we keep in touch or we find out what's going on with each other. But I don't really want to delete them. So I put them in the mute purgatory. Mm. Um, and sometimes people end up there and I actually forget I'm connected to them until someone mentions their name. Like, oh, I wonder what's up with them. Um, but no, I have seen that a lot lately. And I don't know why, why we are announcing moves mm-hmm. when we just need to move. I don't know, man. I mean, Teddy Pendergrass even said, looking back over my years, I guess I shed some tears. <laughs> Told myself time and time again, this time I'm going to win. I'm going to win, bro. That was but an affirmation. Another fight. Another fight. Things ain't right. I'm losing again. Takes a fool to lose twice. <laughs> and I start all over again. Think I better let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Teddy, Teddy thought about it for a little bit, man. Like, but you know, so with this great, re- uh, this great resignation, like, when's a good time that that you that you know, like, the clock has expired on a job? In a job? In when... a job? Yeah, because you know, because because I'll be honest with you, man. You you're a millennial, man, and, and this ain't no slight, but the 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 rumor on about millennials, right? Is that y'all job hoppers, man? Your job hoppers, and, and you're in the gig economy, and you don't want to commit to nothing. And, and so I had a conversation with someone cause they was like, well, you know, you millennials, I just mm-hmm. listened. I wasn't, I, one, I didn't care about the conversation Two, I didn't really care to, enough to argue, but, um, I said, well, I think it's different. Whereas individuals your age would kill themselves to get a gold watch when they retire after working 50 mm-hmm. years, I can buy my own damn watch. And chances are, I don't even want the one that they're going to give me anyway, because it's not really going to be worth 50 years of I'm my investment. green or something like that. Bro, listen. So I said, I think there's a difference in being committed to a job and then putting yourself first. The individuals that stay for 50 plus years, right? They're from that generation where you get a job and you keep it and you show loyalty to a company. Times are changing and now people are realizing that I don't need to be loyal to anyone that's not loyal to me. And I need to have myself as my first priority. So when we, when we, we had a conversation, I remember it. I, at, at the, the job we used to work at together, <laughs> I, um, 
I made up some event so I could buy lunch for staff. And so I bought lunch for staff and we were sitting there and I think we both had that moment where we was like, I'm over this shit. Right. We were talking about the woes, but I distinctly remember when I dreaded getting out of the bed and it wasn't one of the ones where like I'm sleepy and I don't want to get out of bed or it's real warm and cozy. I don't want to get out the bed because the floor is going to be cold or the air is on. It wasn't one of those. It was one of those where I do not want to get out of the bed to do what I'm about to do. And I think that was one of the original signs or um, a lot of individuals that I coach, we talk about when you start to feel ill as soon as you like get on the property of your job, right? You, you see the sign, maybe your job is big enough to have a, a sign on the highway. So you take this exit or as soon as you pull into the parking lot and you see the branding, you start to get sick, right? You feel it in different aspects of your body. That's time in, in words of brother Teddy, I think I better let it go. Gotta let it go, man. Gotta let it go. Right? Like when you when you go to a meeting with the intent to fight. <laughs> like, yeah, it's probably time for you to we let supposed, it go. We supposed yeah. to be in a strategy meeting. I'm being, I'm disagreeing with everything you say. Like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. For me, that same job. <laughs> my work wife was like. <laughs> nigga, did you show up in a Nike sweatsuit? And I couldn't, and I was like, yes. <laughs> she just looked at me. She was like, working, working here today. And I'll tell people you're out of the office. You ain't got to do that. She said, no, 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 no. Then you're going to take a few days off. Was it velour, man? Was it velour sweatsuit? No, I can't. That, that thing would kill me. But no, I had on a Nike, <laughs> Nike sweatsuit. I had on the Nike hat. So you couldn't see my eyes and you know, typically because I had a long drive, I would sometimes either go to the gym and then drive to the office. I, and like, I'll get dressed there. But they was like, you didn't come with a, you didn't even bring your book bag in. She said, ah, go in there. Right. And so I was like, damn. And then people came in and wanted to rally. Like, are you good? How is everything? And I was sitting here thinking like, I'm good. What's up? They like, like you, like you had just posted the message on social media. Yeah. Like SOS send help. I was like, yo, I'm good. I'm about to go meet with the, they was like, you're not about to go meet with the Dean like this. No, you're going to go home. Do you need me to drive you? I was like, you going to drive me all the way. If, if you're not okay to drive, I'm like, y'all I'm good. They was like, mm, you didn't shave. <laughs> like I gave nothing. Like I had nothing else to give. And so that was what I was beyond the point of no return at this point. Right. Like, mm -hmm. so when you feel it in your body, um, when you don't really care, when you, when you go from passion to, um, problem, right. You're passionate about something and all of a sudden everything becomes a problem or you don't have patience for anything. Everything annoys you. It's, it's, that's the sign that it's time to cut. Cut it off. That's the time. That's, that's the sign. It's time to cut. That's it, the golden time of day. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, because I, I don't. I guess for me it was a little different. I think it was like the the annoyances uh, grew more than my paycheck. Mm. <laughs> I was like, that's time to ride. <laughs> and, and bro, I don't even it's think they ride. grew. I think like the rose colored glasses left or they oh, yeah. faded. Yeah. Right. And stuff that we would overlook because we enjoyed what we was doing. 
now that shit was just popping up and we didn't have anything that would distract us from seeing what was a disturbance. Mm -hmm. We ran out of paper clips and that was enough for me to flip a desk over, bro. I was like, who keeps, why paper clips? Really? We, you just gonna leave the empty box right here. We got y'all part two. That's what (laughs) it was. (laughs) I remember Mike was like, Damn, Ronald, I can go, we can go get you some paper clips. I said, bro, it's the point. Like they left it's the principality, em- they left the empty box right here. Mm. He was like, let's l- let me get Kevin. <laughs> I was like, why you keep why you gonna go get Kevin? Like he De- got paper clips. Definitely not the dude to talk. <laughs> definitely no. not the dude to talk nobody else. You, you the, the one, you you gonna bring the matches. Hey, let's burn it down, bro. Let's, hey man, it's all good. Let's man. burn it down. Ooh. Get another one. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about it. You find another, another building. <laughs> Look, pull the alarm on your way out so people got enough time to to, to skedaddle, right? But I, I I don't know. It's just it's just one of those things, and I I recognize that there was moments prior to that that I probably should have took the exit, and I, I I didn't, and so therefore everything like grew. The impact of my frustration it grew. Everything became a thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, when you when you talk about enough is enough and that kind of stay in that in that same lane. Mm-hmm. Um, what about an intimate relationship? Mm-hmm. You got some people that stay together for 20 years and the relationship just don't go nowhere. But you're accustomed to this person for 20 years or you got. uh people that just can't get along man but another fight things ain't right and i'm losing again <laughs> takes a fool to lose twice brother teddy was a prophet <laughs> teddy was a prophet man takes I, a fool to lose twice and start all over again i don't know Kevin. nobody wants to be the fool brother jay I, nobody wants to be the fool i think once again going back to different generations that was you you got together and you stayed together that's just what you did. And now hindsight, you know, is 2020 looking back on some of those things. Like I was seeing some relationships at, you know, neighborhood cookouts. I was like, mm, they probably, probably should have been together. Like we, we saw it as normal because, Oh, they going to get drunk. They going to fight. Somebody going to call like, and we, we expected that at every cookout mm-hmm. or town function. But then it was like, as you grew older, you was like, yeah, that was toxic. Probably Probably wasn't a good look. Probably shouldn't have, you know, done that. And what I've seen is a lot of that is out of dependence. One person makes the money, the other person makes the home. And so when the one that's making the money starts acting funny, what you going to do? You ain't got no money. Ain't got a job. Right. And so I just put up with it because I don't have any other options. Or, or I have people around me saying that, oh, you know, forgive them and you got to do this or X, Y, and Z and blah, blah, blah. Like I remember seeing movies and then hell hearing conversations like what, 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 like Betty Wright has a song after the pain, after the rain, where she's like, don't blame Mr. Charlie. Mr. Charlie is just a man and he's doing the best (laughs) he can. Like talking about how if y'all was in a relationship that the women would get the woman together. They would have food and drinks and then give her pep talk. Like, you know, he still loves you. And he still, you know, he, he, he didn't mean it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, God, dog, this culture was just toxic in terms of like, find a man, keep a man. Mm-hmm. 
But on the flip side, though, the divorce rate is still highest that it's ever been. Hell yeah, people, it is. People is cutting people is cutting people off like it's nothing. Now I ain't now. So one of the cold one of the coldest the coldest comments a friend made to me, and it, it's it, it cut so it cut so hard not on me, but I was just like, "You's a motherfucking gangster, boy. <laughs> Damn, you're a gangster." And they said, "Yeah, um, getting a divorce was the." Cheapest and best decision I ever made <laughs> with that person. And I was like, damn. And it was so it was so cold, but they said it with such style and grace and, and eloquence. And they probably they meant, meant that it. shit, yo. What so, it was the cheapest and best decision I ever made. What I will say, right? So two different perspectives. So I do premarital as well as marital. That's right. Yeah. Don't we, yeah. What, what are you telling your clients, brother Jay? What are, what do you, what do you, how are you recommending? What you recommending to your clients, man? Cause I'm pretty sure you're getting them all ways. You get them all Bro, ways from all sorts. Yeah. And then sometimes I media actually mediate the actual divorce, right? <laughs> like it's, it's heavy. I think when they start talking about reasons why a lot of the themes that I'm hearing, um, like communication communication um is bad or is not present so i'm not communicating my feelings or frustrations they're not communicating their feelings or frustration or she's communicating stuff about the relationship to her friends but not to me so i got to hear about it through third party because her friends are dating my friends and so my friends come back and tell me what's wrong with my relationship so i hear that often um lack of trust and not necessarily because of infidelity, but insecurity, right? Like one of my clients told me once, the only time they feel secure in their relationship is when they are physically with their partner. I was like, say more. It's like when we are physically in the presence of each other, I feel secure. I said, but when you're not, they, they don't feel secure in the relationship. They don't know what the status of their relationship is. I was like, God, dog. And and so I asked, was it anything that the person did? She was like, no, not per se. It's just a hunch. So I, so, so they didn't come out with like no earth, wind and fire. The reasons that we're here, no, they didn't. The reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. They, they didn't have any of that. No, it, it was, was a hunch. It was just a hunch. I was like, even when he goes to the grocery store, she's like, Whenever I am not physically around them, that's what I feel. I said, well, that's, that's, that's a challenge. Um, so did you just say, all right, then hit the button off of a hunch? No, I said, I think you need to be able to communicate this. Right. Cause maybe they can shed some light on like, Oh, like when did you start feeling this? Right. So going through those questions, when did you start feeling this? What made you get there? Like, have you always felt this? Is this something that's new for this relationship or in every relationship that you've been in? Because that's a completely different conversation. Right. But if it's just this one pinpoint, when did you start feeling this? What popped up to make you reaffirm the original thought that you had and 
start to have that conversation. And if you, if you aren't one willing to have the conversation uh, or wanting to have the conversation, then you've already made the decision as in, you don't really want it to, to you don't want it to work. Um, some other things that I would say, um, seeking attention and when, when you are seeking attention and seeking to get your needs met by people outside of the relationship. Mm. Now here, and that don't necessarily mean a side piece. No, 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 it doesn't. Now I, I want to be very clear when I say it, say it this way, right? Seeking to get your needs. I'm not saying when your needs are being fulfilled outside of the relationship, that's, that leaves room for self-awareness and some, some self-evaluation, right? And then some, some further communication. But when like you wake up with a desire to get all of your needs met from other people, that's, that's, that's a telltale sign, right? Like time to to let it go. I can go to work and I can get my laugh on with my coworkers. I can go to happy hour with my frat brothers. I can, um, jump on zoom and I can connect with friends across the world and, you know, have a conversation and like, those are just needs being met. But like, if Mm -hmm. I'm intentionally and strategically planning to get needs that my partner should be meeting and is capable of meeting, but I'd have a desire for other people to do it. That's, I think I better let it go. Right. That's, that's one of that's, that's big. Um, Abuse. Abuse is another Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's verbal, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, no abuse is permitted, right? And that that applies to any relationship. Job, family, friends, intimate, sneaky links, any type of abuse is should not be accepted, right? And so that that's got to go. One mm-hmm. another big one is individuals who cannot move past what happened in the past. Tell, tell me more. Look, I'm about to pull one of your moves. Tell me more. <laughs> Say more. Uh, <laughs> if if you and your significant other, right, you have a disagreement or something happens and you say, I forgive you. At that moment, you lose all permission to keep pulling what you just forgave. Mm. Healthy, right? The unhealthy version is, Oh, because, you know, last time X, Y, and Z happened, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, you can't keep throwing it in my face. If you and said you keep you, bringing it up yeah, and bringing it you up. You can't, right? Or if if it's an issue that you don't really say it's an issue, but it keeps finding its way into, like, present day stuff. So someone that just like talking about old shit and, yep. and like to keep bringing it up as a point of shame or. Yep, throwing to remind you, like, I, I, I forgave you. You did this to me, and I let mm-hmm. you stay here, right? Mm-hmm. That's a problem. That's a problem okay. because there's there, you won't be able to live in the moment or live for the future if you're constantly paying rent to the past, right? And so anytime someone brings it up, I always ask, I was like, well, did you forgive them? Yes. Great. So that means you just removed any permission to keep bringing this up. And if you said you forgive them and you keep bringing it up, that now means you lied. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then that's another thing that we got to discuss. Right. And so um, I would also say if your family and friends uh, don't support it, that's typically a telltale sign that it's, 
is too hot to try. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you have close relationships with your family. And I'm not saying they don't support it because they don't want you in a relationship. Like, yeah, this is a healthy conversation and they see things that maybe you're not seeing because EVE said love is blind, right? And it'll take mm-hmm. over your mind. <laughs> um, so, like, a lot of people can see things that we can't because we're so deeply entrenched in it. Now, let me oh, let me let me push back a little bit. Push. I th- I think people can see things, and sometimes they want to just be active and involved in places in situations that they shouldn't be fair. And so what I will say is like, how do you, how do you balance? Like, all right, are they caring for me? And they don't want me to be a set attached in this relationship because they have a genuine care and they don't want to see me get hurt Mm -hmm. versus like, yo, you just want to be a busybody and you don't have nothing else to do. I think it's, I think it's intentionality and I think it's uh, the way they do it. So if I come to you and say, Hey, Kev, uh, I was about to drop a name, but I don't want people to assume. Mm-hmm. If I say, "Hey, X, Y, and Z," hey, uh, you know, I saw him out the other night, and I don't really think that you know they they for you. Like, if I'm having a hard yeah. time communicating it, yeah, um, that's sincere. Yeah, right. If I'm having a mm-hmm. hard time communicating it, or if um, I'm telling you what needs to happen mm-hmm. as your friend or your brother, I'm going to present you with the facts. Then I'm going to say, you know, I just said a lot. Like, how can I help in this space? Like, do we have to process it? Do we need to ask questions? Or like, do I just need to let you go handle it in X, Y, and Z, right? And then I'm going to let you do it. I'm going to follow your lead, right? If you say we're going to ride out and let's, let's go, all right, cool. Then I got to act like hits from the streets and get the cheater, um, cheater camcorder. Right. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but right. I should not insert my thoughts or opinions to persuade you to make a decision. Mm. I just need to present what I saw. Now, like if, and, and, and facts, not, not, not feelings, an opinion, not feelings, facts, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Facts. And I think, Discernment will help you know, right? It, well, you know, they really ain't like X, Y, and Z when I first brought them around and blah, blah, blah. Like they always said X, Y, and Z. Like someone who genuinely cares for you and the well-being of you and legitimately wants to see you happy mm-hmm. will be transparent with you. And going back to our previous conversation about, you know, friends. Yeah. Like your close circle will be able to tell you what you need to hear even if it doesn't feel good, they will have no problem saying what needs to be said with care. Absolutely. Right. With care and concern. Um, family, same thing. Like I know individuals who I I have sat in sessions with and like, Oh, well, you know, um, I don't really like her parents, but that's tough considering that her family is like her world. Mm hmm you are kind of coming into her world and you two will build another world, but like it has to include this world one way or another. And like, if they have meaningful to her, absolutely. You got to figure it out. Like what, what is it that you don't like about the parents? Is it because they see through your bullshit and they call you on it or they present stuff to her or vice versa. Right? Like 
figuring all that out. But family and friends not supporting it is a typical red flag because they can see things, especially since they have insight to who you are and what you want. Mm-hmm. Right. They know who you are and they, they have shared. And, but I will say also always use discernment, like consider the source. Everyone's not qualified to give you feedback on relationship. Indeed. Aunt so-and-so who's been married five times. Can't give you relationship advice. She can't. She can't. And if she does, like you, you, you a dummy if you listen. <laughs> you in the at your own risk. Yeah, baby. absolutely. <laughs> you gonna sit here and listen to that dumb shit. All right. You hey, you play a silly game, you're gonna get a silly prize. And you deserve everything you get if you sign up to play this game, right? Um Do you think that it do you think that it requires um a level of patience to kind of, you know, beyond abuse, right? Mm-hmm. Beyond abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, beyond abuse. Do you, do you find that people should have some uh, basic steps or basic process that they go through each time before they say, you know what? The clock, the clock's down to three, two, one. Time's expired. Absolutely. And I think it uh, it's one of those things like, how does this, whatever it is, make me feel? What value does this bring to my life? Um, Am I in a constant daze of doubt? Am I doubting the relationship? Am I starting to doubt myself? Right. Self-doubt is, is a huge killer. And so, Really sitting still and listening, like removing all of the noise and asking yourself, like, how do I feel? Does this person make me want to punch him or her in the face? Right. Like I had one couple who they couldn't resolve the simplest things in their house. To the point where they ran out of light bulbs. Well, I'm not going to go to the store. Well, I'm not going to go to the store. So the dumb niggas were sitting in the dark. But another fight, things ain't right. I'm losing again. <laughs> and and I'm sitting Takes there. two fools to lose twice in this case. I said, well, how many <laughs> how many bulbs need to be replaced? And, and she goes, at this point, we probably need about two packs. Mm. So how are you seeing stuff in the house? She says, electronics that turn on or uh, appliances that still have light. I said, so y'all are literally walking around in the dark because no one is willing to go get a light bulb. Mm. That y'all, I think y'all better let it go. Like, yeah, it's time this, let it go. That's heavy, man. You walking around in the dark, and that's like, <laughs> God, dog. Like problems that don't need to be problems. Like, no, you can't resolve simple stuff. Like, who's going to do this? Last one in the bed turns the light off, and so y'all racing to the bed so you don't have to turn. And no, nobody want to cut the. Light I'm off. like, get a clapper <laughs> then, or you know, get a device that uh, like smart home, Google, Siri, something like. What is the problem? Alexa can cut the lights off for you. She now, can, man. but like, <laughs> if you ask her nicely, but even then, you got an attitude with Alexa, and so it's yeah, like man. now you have like, it's if if the situation or the relationship is changing who you are at your core, and when I say change, I don't necessarily mean evolving. I mean you are a completely different person from your normal set or values. That's another thing, right? When um, you have conflicting values or your thoughts about certain things change. 
And that happens over time. Absolutely. It could be religion. It could be politics. It could be uh, one, one thing that came up was I just found out that my partner is for abortion. And I just sat in a session. I said, okay, well, that's, that's, that's big if you're against it. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the partner. I was like, is it a situational thing? Like, um, if the person was raped, do you believe that abortion is appropriate and acceptable then? Or like if some other stuff happened and like this, like, tell me more. And it wasn't any con. There was some conditions, but for her, it was like, no, it, abortion is abortion. And it's a no for me. Mm. And so, I mean, that was one of the shortest sessions I had. I said, well, I mean, you've made your decision. If they stated what their values and beliefs are and you stated yours and you feel and that nobody's willing to move, then it's, mm. it, it's, it's over. Like you got to dissolve it. Right. Like the fact that you are one, you booked the session and two, like, Y'all sitting on Did opposite you get ends. Paid? Of the, oh, bro, Did you I get your check. I, I get paid while they book. Okay, <laughs> come on now. I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. Um, but but stuff like that, right? Things that are changing. One another thing that is big, Kev, is like when you start keeping secrets. Mm. And and bro, I've heard some dumbass secrets, like individuals going out to see like um how many miles has been driven on the car and you told me you just ran to the post office and the post office is like one mile away but you come back and it's 15 extra miles so instead of just saying oh you know i ran some errands like oh i just went to post office but they know you didn't and it's just like why are you keeping secrets or somebody somebody stopped past the house and it's like oh did you know anybody stop by today no but on the ring, I can see that there were three people that stopped past the house. Like, like <laughs> what, what's the, like, you just, you don't feel like sharing information anymore. That's a, that's a telltale sign that it's time to go. Man. I, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, I, I just want to make sure that people are giving mm-hmm. themselves enough time and space to make those decisions, man. Yes, you know and, what I mean. Like I don't want, I don't want any. You, you definitely shouldn't be in an abusive relationship, regardless of the, what the circumstances are, right? Yeah. And one, one, but you also shouldn't be on like Facebook talking about how you gonna cut everybody. Telling off. your business, telling your business. And you're doing it like every day, and that brings me to like <laughs> mental health and emotional well being, mm. right? Like if one or if both partners, those involved, right, are emotionally unhealthy. Right. You can't process your feelings and your emotions or, you know, you have a problem, but you don't want to seek help for it. Mm. Like it's different than you hurting your foot or, you know, you have a cavity and you keep getting the toothache. That's different. Like, yo, why are you suffering like this? But like lashing out or, you know, that there's some unhealed trauma that you want to that, that you know you have to deal with, mm-hmm. but you were making the conscious decision not to. I think that's a, that's, that's a telltale sign. I always tell my couples, if you recognize that there's a problem and you know how to solve the problem, but you are intentionally avoiding the solutions to the problem, it's time. We got to go our separate ways. And it's, I love you, but now I'm going to have to love you from a distance. Cause you're part of the problem. Absolutely. Right. Because what I read this on uh, Instagram 
And it said, if you don't deal with your childhood trauma, you will force your relationship to deal with it. And the more and more I thought about it, I'm just like, damn, shit that happened to me as a child, if I suffered any type of trauma through any of that. And a lot of stuff, like a lot of us are walking around with unhealed trauma because we don't consider the things we've experienced as trauma. But subconsciously. Yeah. You've you've coped with the trauma. It altered the way you saw reality in an unhealthy way. Right. I now like one of my one of my clients was like, you know, I was used to seeing my mom get hit. So I thought when I had a disagreement with my girlfriend, I was supposed to hit her because no one told me that that's not what was supposed to happen. They didn't talk about it. Mom would be limping or bruised or dad may punch the wall or he hit my mother and he hurt his hand and he's bandaged up the next day and everyone's acting normal. So when I get a little girlfriend and she gets mad at me, I slap her in the face. People looking at me like I'm wrong. And I'm like, well, it's what they do at my house. And so now like being able to process that. And I always tell people, go see someone who can help you process it not your friend who just helps you talk about it because they're curious and they they, they want to know right like there's a plan that has to be put in place to help you process this so you can heal i don't want first aid on a wound i get first aid on a cut like a little scrape or a little nick yeah you can't yeah you can't put a band-aid on a bullet wound no right and at this point like <laughs> This is beyond triage, bro. This this is a trauma uh, level one hospital, right? Mm. This is a trauma center and that's where you need to go. And so if anyone that is in a relationship, if their partner is, or if you are not emotionally healthy, it's best that you, in the relationship, take care of what you need to take care of, meaning you take care of your star player, get to the place where you are healthy. And then maybe you can revisit the relationship you got out of to see like, is this worth saving? Is there anything worth fighting for? Or is this just something that brought me closer to the mirror so I can see what I needed to work on in myself? No, if it's a boxing match, there should not, there should never be a rematch. We good. (laughs) Yeah, no, we good. Like we we, leave it in the past. We both knocked each other out. Right. But I I think, (laughs) I, I think that's like, that's, that's, that's big, bro. Like just recognizing when is it time to say goodbye? Um, mm-hmm. the lack of intimacy or lack of sex. You hear that? Well, one has a high sex drive. The other one doesn't. It's like, ah, one likes to drink. The other one doesn't. And so every time one gets drunk, you got a problem with it. If they like mm-hmm. to drink socially and they're always out socially, that it's not going to work. Yeah. Or if shit starts happening too fast, bro, I've, I've, <laughs> I had a couple who they met on a Monday, moved in the following Saturday. Um, hey, man, sometimes you got to pool your resources, it, baby. The, se- <laughs> the seasons was changing and leases were ending. Uh-huh. Right. And that's what I picked up as soon as they're telling me the yeah. story. I'm like, this ain't. Yeah. And then in like two weeks, you know, they breaking shit in the apartment that now both names are on the lease. And I'm just like, mm. what is happening? That's a telltale sign. Like we probably, I don't need to be meeting your family. Like the second week we've known each other mm-hmm. intentionally. Right. If we accidentally cross paths or I run into y'all, like we can be introduced, but like, no, 
meeting, like we don't need to show up in matching outfits, like all this in two weeks. No. And you, you'll see a lot of that happening. Man. Telltale signs, bro. Yeah. I just want, I just want to make sure people, uh, you know, have a good understanding of the relationship clock, man, before, before it strikes double zero. And and I will say like, that's just not limited to like intimate relationships. Some of this stuff is like with family as well. Mm-hmm. Individuals it, it not respecting boundaries. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It, like values are different. Like I got a few family members that some of their thoughts, especially with recent political <laughs> things, I'm just like, ooh, can't come to your house no more. <laughs> like, mm-mm. Say, man, yo, I ain't mm-mm. gonna last. It's high. It's high risk going to your it's, house. And <laughs> we good over here, bro. I'm gonna have to see you at, uh, you know, the imperative family functions, <laughs> weddings, and funerals. Oh man, it might not even be that man. The way stuff pop, 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 pop popping off. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Hey, well, on that note, man, you know, village, be kind to each other. Be kind to uh, all of the positive relationships that you have. Be kind in them. Be kind towards each other, man. Um, hopefully, you got something out of this today. You've just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That is RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Where evolution is revolution. Be light. Be light.